para 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 that's what I be doing now. I was trying to go along, and I was like, "What the?" I was just, I was literally trying to throw you off. God damn it! I I won. You did. You did win. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I am the winner, Michelle. I'm the loser. The all-time loser, Sam. It's because we are a couple of critics, and we are a couple, and you are my husband, and that is how you lose. That's how I've lost? Sayonara, sucker. Your life is dead. My life is not dead. I could just leave. It's your... If I felt miserable, I could just walk out that door. It would make more sense for you to tell me to leave, though. Michelle, just let me walk out that door. I'll go live in a van... We already live in two separate spaces of the house. <laughs> we are not separating. Stop this. We're not separating. We're not and filming video now. And then we're just not, on this we're episode, gonna... I said, don't worry about it. I don't want to put on makeup. I'm tired. Uh, people aren't seeing videos anyway. Nope. So uh, oh, forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. I still feel like I'm playing for them, though. <laughs> That's always going to be the case. Because I, they're set up. They are, and it's still nice to be hammy for, you know, entertainment purposes for the people. If you're visually entertaining, then maybe it comes across in your voice. I've been unusually fatigued this weekend. and what happens when you take a lot of heroin. Oh, was I not supposed to tell people about your crippling heroin addiction? Crippling? Crippling. I'm talking can't walk, needs a wheelchair crippling addiction that means you have to push me because i'm not pushing myself if i'm apparently in this state the only thing you're pushing is that is 40 i was gonna say is that syringe plunger into your arm filled with sweet sweet heroin i don't know where this came from (laughs) this uh, this couldn't be further from from the truth you just wanted you just sleepy this weekend you just been really sleepy I don't know what the deal is. It's, I haven't like had anything excessively, especially not heroin, and uh, I've just been I don't know, just tired. I don't sleep well. I have a bad sleep yeah, schedule. That's what I was gonna say your sleep schedule sucks. And I snore so much when I sleep. I will, I tried to take a nap, but not take a nap today. I just wanted to like hang out, but then sometimes I just be like, yeah, I'm probably gonna fall asleep, and my throat hurts a lot. From uh, knowing that I snored like a monster. Uh, it's it's a pity that when you rest, you're, tr- you're I'm not, not even resting. Rest. Yeah. No, I feel so exhausted. Like I fucking sleep. I sleep, baby. I get up. I feel very lucky that I am not currently afflicted with. You actually feel refreshed when you wake up. I don't know about refreshed, but I know I'm feeling better than like you or someone like. Tom Jeffries, who told me he has to wear the fucking mask. I don't know if that's supposed to be public knowledge. He wouldn't care. I don't care if he would A lot of people have sleep apnea. A lot of people have sleep apnea, and I'm glad I don't. Although I remember some guy was saying that, like, we could all benefit from wearing that machine. But fuck that shit. That machine looks miserable. It is not comfortable. It's hard to fall asleep. It's if you have a severe anxiety like I do, you can have goddamn near panic attacks and have to take it off so you can actually fall asleep. So it's not a good time. I, I've never been able to like 
you know, I'm not like the, uh, what do they call that? When people feel other people's things. Empathetic? Empathetic. I'm more sympathetic. Like, I understand, and I, I'm sorry that it's happening, but, like, I don't feel the pain, right? I just now remembered something that happened to me that I felt anxiety that I never get. So it was like, I really remember it. And I bet that's the almost like the same suffocating feeling. Is it like a suffocating? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, your chest starts uh-huh. beating. And when I went to New Orleans and I stayed in like this uh, extra cabin that Lazy and this other dude, not extra, but they rented this Airbnb and they had extra beds and it was a bunk bed and Lazy took the bottom and I was going to take the top. But the top was literally like the ceiling was maybe six inches from your fucking face. So I woke up at like three in the morning, just like basically in a coffin, it felt like. And I remember being like, <gasps> not like crying or anything like that, but just like almost hyperventilating. Not. Did you I have to get hyper- down though? Yes. I kicked into gear of like, I have to change this. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, and like, you know, sometimes anxiety from what I've seen or read, it can like stop people from being able to function. Yeah. I went into got to fix this now and immediately just jet it off the side. And I slept on the floor the next two nights in Nolens. That was my dumb story. I'm happy for you. So like I said, couple of critics podcast. We are a couple. We review things. We give each other media every week. Uh, sometimes we have interests that overlap. I, uh, this is not one of those weeks. This is my week. And I gave Sam the, <laughs> Third studio album from Shania Twain. Third studio album? Well, you already uh, corrected something in my brain. I thought for sure this was like one of those breakout hit albums. No. I thought it was a first album deal. So Shania Twain, the idea behind this whole thing, this is this whole album is an hour. It's 16 tracks. It has 12 singles from it, which is wild i've never heard of such a thing in my life fucking bizarre man um i i will say at the top before i get this started because i just kind of want to get this going uh eighth highest selling album of all time highest country selling album of all time highest still yeah like this this, in this place it, it is higher than any other country album any other solo female album Jesus. or any female album at all. So Taylor Swift still hasn't touched any of these records. People like Taylor Swift and Carrie Underwood are said to exist because Shania Twain was like the pioneer That's for doing shit I like feel. this. So yeah. I'm surprised that somebody like Taylor Swift doesn't have the numbers that she does. Is it because well, streaming record is sales probably, aren't? Yeah. So maybe she would have, but if she kind of got pooped. Yeah, but I guess also, yeah, I don't know. I think. Okay. Huge. She was huge. Okay, I'm going to get this started. Get it started in here. This came out in, well, this came out in 1997. In the U.S., it was released. There are multiple versions of this album. It was released in the U.S. and marketed as a country album crossing over into pop. Okay. It was tweaked when they even did that to make it appeal to more audiences so it could cross over into pop in in america they then went in and took out all of the country elements including a duet and made a just a solo song and released it as and pushed it as a pop album internationally okay now during this podcast will i be hearing 
any pop version of any of these songs? Were you able no, to we are just going to be listening okay. to the regular versions because fuck all that so shit. So we're going to hear some fiddles is what you're telling me. Yes. <laughs> all right. So we're starting with the known... I mean, this song has, I think, in recent years become like an internet sensation. Never heard it. Man, I feel like a woman. Yeah, I'd like to talk about that. Let's go, girls. So part of what pushes it is having like those rock guitars. You don't usually hear that, even though you're not, you're going to hear this and you're going to hear country. Because it's louder. It's bigger. The country is just seeping out of this to people who don't listen to country. People who were listening to this are going to hear this. I guess critics at the time, there were some who applauded her and was like, you're doing something with the genre. You're taking it out of the bubble that people are putting it in. And and expanding it. And good for you. And then there are some people who, who were like, this is not country. This just has some twang on top of it. And uh, they didn't want to accept it in the country genre whatsoever. And as the guy on the sidelines completely, both are correct. Both are absolutely valid. Well, what I think is interesting, okay. So she, her first album came out and Robert Mutt Lang. Mutt Lang, all right. Who is a known producer and songwriter. Fuck yeah, even I know Mutt Lang's name. And he has worked for people and written songs for people. Oh, God, you almost just ate the microphone entirely like you were Augustus Galoop. So he's done like ACDC, Def Leppard, uh, Foreigner, Michael Bolton, Brian Adams, Huey Lewis in the News, Celine Dion, Britney Spears, Maroon 5, Lady Gaga, Nickelback. He, a bunch of fucking shit. So, he, <laughs> But he, well, he is a piece of shit. Uh, we'll get to oh, that. We'll get to that later. Okay. But he's uh, he's South African. South African. And they heard. I guess he heard her very first album when it came out, and he liked her sound. He liked that her voice was not the typical. It's not a typical female singing voice that you hear out there. It's a lower register. That helps Sambo. I'll tell you that. I I thought that it would. Definitely helped me out. And she just kind of sounds like more of a normal person. She has kind of a sense of humor in her songs a little bit, like in her writing style. She wanted to be a good songwriter. So they started talking. They started working on some songs and then they started dating. They got married. They wrote, and he also like sang backing vocals on her first album. Or I'm sorry, her second album, which okay. was her first like real breakout album, which had like any man of mine better be proud of me. You know that song? Nope. Any man of mine? Nope. Whose bed have your boots been under? Nope. Oh, Jesus. And then this was her third album, and this one was enormous. And then they also wrote her next album together. And then he had an affair with her best friend. <laughs> and so they broke up. The best friend and him are still together. She married the best friend's ex-husband after that happened. What the fuck? So they cheated on both of their spouses to be together. And I guess Shania and the other guy didn't like really know each other super well. They were like, eh. But after it happened, they kind of leaned on each other and then fell in love and got like, married. Like so it's fucked up what happened to us, right? So they just basically swapped partners. Interesting. Is that why you say Muttlang's a piece of shit? Or is there yes. more? No, I would think it was. Uh, it's okay. that. 
So it's not like... No, I just consider people who are not faithful to the people who you would ex- who they're supposed to be like the most faithful to is kind of an indicator that you might not be the best person if you're willing to fuck over the person who's like the closest to you. Let me ask you this. If if you're like thinking that stuff, just shouldn't you just be like Hey, so you know, I've got a wandering eye that's going on right now. We should probably just end this before I really, like, fuck up and hurt you. Most people don't do that. I know, but isn't that, like, the way that if you... Because, like, you can't argue if two people met and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm actually super in love with you. I think You can't argue that part of it. you got to argue how it was done, the cheating. I feel, personally, as someone who isn't a cheater and never has... But you've is- been cheated on, and I'm a person who's... As far as I know, I've never been cheated on or cheated. So I'm enjoying your perspective on this one. I forgot what it was because the dog distracted me when she just <laughs> ran in with the rope. Uh, the correct way to... I think that if you are seeing someone else in a way that you are attracted to them and you want to be with them, then something is lacking in your relationship that is big enough to be discussed. Oh, well, you should try and work it out. Is that what you're saying? No, that I think if there is something in your brain and in your heart that is willing and able to fall for someone else, mm-hmm. then then you don't oh, fully but- have that for the other person and should also, and I would say primarily, analyze that first because mm-hmm. there's clearly something not there. So it's not just about looking at it and being like, you know, whatever. It's just, oh, if I'm having such strong feelings for someone else... And I'm I'm not having these feelings for my spouse anymore. Yeah. That's a problem. I should address this. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would think to yeah, do. So I'm asking you is, do you think the respectful and correct way to go about that situation is to just sit down and be like, hey, I'm not feeling this for you anymore. And for some unfortunate reason, I'm feeling about this person. I don't think most people would give the latter half of that information. I okay. think they would just say the first half. I and I think that that's all you do. need what, to what's do. What's the right Okay. I, I'm I mean, just not having feelings anymore. I'm not on board personally for fucking your ex's friends. <laughs> I think that's really fucked up to do. Uh, but I think that you should at least end a situation before starting a new one. I absolutely agree. Because like, I can't argue that my, like fell in lo- like they fell in love. If it happened, it's it happened. It's unfortunate that it happened. But it happened, and it turns out you probably should be together because it's going to work better. So it just sucks when people. That's why I was asking because it's hard to maybe call somebody a piece of shit when like they just kind of fucked up. No, but they they but both they did a wrong thing. They both betrayed their spouses, yeah. which in turn hurt family members. And Shania and this guy <laughs> had a kid together, and I don't but? know if the yeah I don't know if the other people had uh, mm-hmm. children. So did Shania and the new guy have kids? I don't think so. I think she's too uh, old for that. Oh, did this happen later? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But they were married like 17 years before he did that. I mean, the worst crime I think Butt Lang ever did was have a hand in, pour some sugar on me. That song fucking sucks. All right. So uh, (laughs) out of the 12 singles, man, I feel like a woman was the eighth. Let's move along. Okay. And so far, Sam has heard that song. We're seeing how many songs I have heard. Since this Count is one. a crossover, how many crossed over? Because some of these videos were played on like VH1 and yeah. MTV. 
Uh, I'm uh, okay. The next song is I'm holding on to love parenthetically to save my life. (laughs) (laughs) This was the last single. This was the 12th single. This is a single, huh? I don't know how you make this song not country. That's why I'm interested in like... The whole style is country. This whole song is... That's why I think it's... I think people are being shitty when... I I think that it was probably older people in the industry who are like, I don't want this change to take place. Yep. Because... Push me out. (laughs) Yeah. If you're in the industry. They saw... No matter if you... I don't like modern music, but I understand that shit changes and it's not for me. It's not... And, and I don't and have to be a part of that. It never was for you, yeah. And Once you get past like 25, current shit is not for you anymore. You just move on. You listen to what you like. Unless the music <laughs> is made being made potentially by people your age or older. Yeah, because a lot of times, still, things are also still being marketed to younger people. Absolutely. Uh, the mainstream is always towards the young crowd. Yes. Always. So I think to just be like, this isn't country, is fucking dumb. It's very dumb because there's a guy who's... So not country and it's metal. Country. It's so fucking country. It's just it's shit kicking boot and swing it's, country. Okay, so I don't. This album changed the direction that country was moving in. Kind of, I would say it just sped it up. I was gonna say, you think it I, just added some oars to the boat? Yes, I think that country was always moving towards a poppy place. Is Garth Brooks around already? Oh yeah. So. Yeah, it's heading towards that anyway. I think that there were people who did just cross over sometime, and it, I, it, whatever. But I know that she also, like I said earlier, being the first female to sell over four. The whole, the number is over forty million copies worldwide of an album, which is enormous. I can't even imagine something like yep, that. It's a lot. Of, <laughs> it's a lot of copies of an album. So she's done something more than anyone else. I'm going to let this play on to uh, the rest of the song because I always forget and think that it's going to end and get excited, <laughs> but it doesn't. God damn it. Um, and it made me lose and now you my lost track what you were talking about. Where Which I was. Of course, I lost what you were talking about, too. But uh, I just, I do think that it's very country. I just think that people were not ready for it to be catapulted because. Like I said, I think music was already kind of going in a more poppy direction. I think she just... her Those two wrote this specifically to crossover. This was a plan. This was not yeah. just something that happened. Yeah, it's orchestrated 100%. to be a fucking hit. And it's... Mutt it, Lang is known as a guy who makes hits. Yeah, he, he did knows, Back in Black. He knows with ACDC. what the fucking world That was enormous. Um, what was I going to say? Let me ask you this. Do you think part of it is it's a woman? Part of what? Of the backlash. Because part of me sees like a certain group of age of women being like, my husband's watching her shake her shit. This isn't real country. This is bullshit. My and mom. Some of the older men who are just actually offended. And then some of the men who are like, yeah, honey, I don't like it. So, so my mom called her a shitty twit or slutty twit, whatever. Okay, so Shania Twain, I read that she, fashion is important to her and always has been. And she dressed a little more like 
not a country singer. She just kind of had a different, more like provocative style, but not crazy. But she would bear her midriff and things when other people in country weren't doing it. But people were doing way worse in pop, like or being just way more revealing in pop music. So I think she was she was just she was just bridging a gap that people did not want to happen because for some reason there's this conservatism mindset that connects itself to country even though a lot of country is not conservative at all the things that they the things that people were talking about back in the day aren't conservative about drinking and smoking and whatever and so it's it's kind of weird that there are people who are like no country music is ours it's precious it's clean. Not always. No. So I think that it was just, like I said, I think it was maybe an older group of people who were not ready for things to move in a different direction than it has continued to do. It's so funny. Because once again, as an outsider on this whole scene, I'm like, it's so tame. It's so nothing. (laughs) Yeah, especially looking back all these years later, because this is 1997. This dog is. This is why to be played with right now. And this is why we usually cage her because, or put her in her crate because she's just her energy is always high. Yeah. Um. This I don't even remember what I was gonna say, but uh, one thing I did read also that stands out about her is that I think part of being a woman, uh, she was the first woman in country to be featured on Rolling Stone. In 18 years since Dolly Parton. Oh, wow. When this album came out. A lot of it's just a jealousy thing. Sounds like. It's like Taylor Swift. Because she's pretty. Shania Twain has always been pretty. And she has a nice figure. And she's just like, I'm going to be girly. And I'm going to have like a sense of humor and be like, you know, whatever. Like, I'm just having fun. Like, the whole vibe that I read, the whole thing behind this is about having fun. Yeah. So... She wants men to fuck her. It's fine. Whatever. The Women next... want to be fucked. It's fine. <laughs> Women wanted to be her and guys wanted to be with her. Let's move along to the next song, which was also a single. Love gets me every time. This was going to be called. Uh, oh, God. I can never remember until I hear it. God dog gone and done it. But it was too hard Ugh. to say. Yeah, it's hard to hear just now. Uh, this was also the first this was the leading single for this album the first of all 12 singles this song i have a memory of sitting in the truck with my grandpa or playing it was one of the two it was that or playing pool in the basement and he sang along to this and i remember just being like what is happening i didn't expect this at all which grandpa wait did you only know one i don't know the one died when i was younger my dad's dad so this was the racist one so the mean one <laughs> he was nice, but also awful. And then he made me lie when he was on his near deathbed. He was like, "I'm not that bad, am I?" And I was just like, "No, because I'm <laughs> because you're dying." But really, yeah, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> but it's weird. That's another thing. How it's difficult when people aren't just one thing or the other. He did nice things to help people, but he would also kind of use that to hold it over your head and um, be like, "I did this for you. I'm great." Cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't recognize this. Never heard this? So far, oh, by the way, I've never heard the last song either. Uh, I'm not surprised about so, the last one. So far, we're one for three on the scale of what has Sam heard. And so far, we are three for three as far as the songs being singles. Wild to me. 
I don't know what. I don't. How do you get away with that? What is it? What do you mean? How do you get a? God darn gone and done it. I think. How do you convince a record company that you're that there's so much juice in what you have unless they just saw it to say, I want three quarters of this sixteen song album to be released as singles. I mean, obviously it helped because it sold so many copies, but how? How? I mean, it'd be nice to see the time span of how the singles came out, which I don't I expect have you to right here. They provide them on the, the singles. So when, what's the first single? Well, don't Set, tell me, but oh. what time? What? What you, date the first one released? Your birthday, 1997. Okay, and then the last one? The, the last, which was the last song, July of 2000. So they bled it for two. So almost three years. Okay. Must have just been paying dividends. So that's like with, four with songs a year, release, I guess. Must still be working out. And you know, she can pay for him to be singles. Mutt Lang can pay for them to be singles. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Is that is that what happens? Do you oh, pay you. for something to be oh, a single? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A single is kind of like a press release. You like. Uh, uh, arrange for it to be made whether your single's a success that is a fucking that's the, the debate but you can release a single and just might not go anywhere you just have to have the funds to release that single they probably killed it with the first four so why not release four more and then if they're still getting at least a little bit more why not release four more we're not losing any money at that point it's just wild because it's. I'm. I'm saying more that they think that they're going to get something back from it. I'm sure they just kept seeing the graphs, the like data sheets, going. We're still making money off of her. I guess so. I want to quickly move into the next song because it sounds so much like the last song. Here is "Don't Be Stupid." It literally stopped the last song. Let me go into the end of the last song where we just ended, so we can hear it go into this current song. Like, it sounds the same. I probably didn't give it enough time and I talked over it, but it's the same fucking song. Fiddles. And this is Don't Be Stupid, parenthetically, You Know I Love You, which was the second single. What track are we on? Please. Fourth. Okay. I had to look it up because I, so I don't remember. We're one for four. Were there more? Was there more than one song? Well, yeah, there had oh, to be because yeah, that don't impress me much is on this. Yeah, there's more than one. It's just. But so far, you're not. So far, no. It did not bleed that far. I think why, actually, I read this and forgot it. Certain songs were released to certain. Uh, this wasn't all put out in on both and uh, both genres. There were songs that were specifically re-released in the country world and songs released in country. They saw how it did and then moved it to pop radio. So I'm picking up. They released all the songs in the country one that were still little too country like this. There's a lot of fiddle. There's just a lot of... But this one I can almost hear pop This sounds kind of poppy. Yeah. I think a lot of it is poppy. So I... Part of me understands where both sides are coming through in the argument, but I still think it's silly to fight change because change is going to happen, old fucks. 
I was gonna I say mean, farts and fucks. They and don't it have came a point. Weird. They don't have a point. What makes them mad about it? They just have a point that like you can like it or not. It's not, but it's not traditional country. It's not country now. There's no country in it. Why would you like, expect something to never change though, and never evolve? Because evolution is a lie. Because people don't like change. Majority of people then listen to want old to stuff. Do the same thing. Yeah, they do, and they want the new stuff to stop happening. Because when they hear it in the train station, it makes them mad. Just like me, when I've heard pop music for the last twenty-nine years, it's made me mad. <laughs> That's a long time. 29? Yeah, what's the math there? Eight? Okay, That's maybe. like 95? Maybe 20. Oh, I didn't do math right either. 25 at least. I remember having a distaste for the general music for a long time. And that's part of why we do this podcast is because <laughs> we have different tastes. Mine is more radio friendly and yours is absolutely not. I got to talk about the actual music here. I feel like I've not really got Go my actual opinion on any of this stuff. Um, the production quality is obviously a high standard. They're making everything super clear. But at the same time, none of it is blowing me away. There's not like one thing where I'm like, the bass toad killed it. I mean, at the best, the fiddler himself is talented, but none of the tone speaks out to me. And uh, every one of these songs so far feels like they've just pulled it out of a book. They were like, yep, now we'll just countrify this one. It's like, was it Matchbox 20 that I was like, it's so bland and down the middle that it means nothing to me. The same thing has happened with Shania Twain. It's just so created at a direct market that I'm just like, it means it doesn't make me mad. It also doesn't give me joy. It's just there. <laughs> so I forgot this now that you said that, that I did read this, that there was a cha- a challenging task of finding the right location to place the drum kit with several locations being tested regarding recording the actual album. Uh, I guess it says that most of the songs were recorded in a stone room with a floor made of stone slabs and walls made of reflective rock faces while the ballads were recorded in small dead booths. And apparently the songs with slide guitar tracks were played by uh, Larry Byram by Steppenwolf uh, of Steppenwolf. Cool. Uh, <laughs> don't step on the grass, Sam. I stepped all over that fucking name. That's Steppenwolf? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move along to the next song, which was also a single. Of course it was. Why wouldn't it be? This was the song. Let's see. We're looking at the fourth release from this moment on. This is the moment. The moment. The song that is a duet with a country singer, Brian White, who has a very country accent. The beginning of the song is fucking terrible. Absolutely. They did not play this on the radio. They would cut this beginning part out. And then this is the song that they would take him out entirely for the international pop version. And that. it would just be only her doing the whole song. Um, should I this whole album she's a big fan of like pre-song jibber jabber or like this Here song, we go. Okay. This has a total like sh- uh Cheryl Crow feel to me. Really? The happiness and sorrow sounds like just like her. I don't remember what the actual song is that's about to happen. <clears throat> it's a ballad of course, but yeah. 
Oh, this song was the one that I didn't know until it hit the one section, and I was like... The chorus? Oh, yeah, I fucking heard this. So this was an enormous, and it might still be for country people, huge wedding song. Yep. And I think it even says something like, I give my hand to you, so it's specifically one of those ooey-gooey, romantic... Was songs. This a Disney movie? I don't know. I can't Sounds answer that. Sounds very Disney movie-ish to me. Like this would be the actual like stoop, like the pop version, but then they got the two actors mm-hmm. to sing it in the actual movie. I can't answer that. I I think we all know what I, uh, my opinion of this fucking song is. <laughs> you don't like ballads anyway, and this guy has such a. I assume you hate his voice, right? Because it's so hillbilly and like whiny. I mean, I'm so happy that he can sing and hit notes, but I never need to hear this man sing in my entire life. I feel life. bad for him that he got booted out of this on pop radio. Like, he, this, this version was played, but yeah. this wasn't the big version. So to know that the version that was more popular was the one where they took you out of it. But does she sing the other sections then? Yeah, okay. it's not. He's not replaced by someone else. No, I didn't know if it was just blank and funny. <laughs> <laughs> I really think we should just add me singing in there. No, that's the man section. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never enjoyed this song. But you this did whole know vibe it. is just like. I walked out of the fucking room. <laughs> so I've never been a huge fan of this song, but listening to the album in its entirety and like trying to figure out which one's my least favorite and stuff, this is not as low as I thought it would be. Ah, gotcha. I don't think it's a great song. I think it's just kind of like a sappy love song, but it was also huge. Uh, but it's just meh for me. Because there are songs on here I genuinely enjoy. I grew up listening to shit like this. So... Uh, I, Ooh, that's a good question. I don't hate this as much as you do. Well, of course not. But there, uh, but there are songs on here I also genuinely don't like and have skipped. Uh, how many of these songs that you enjoy now do you think are rooted in nostalgia? Um, yeah, like if you had heard them today, how many of them do you think you're, you're like, oh, it's still a, a jammer? <laughs> or is that a really hard question to answer? I would say... Maybe 50%? Yeah. Maybe 50. That's all I can really give it. I think we all have bands and songs like that. I think, I will say though. I had to let that happen, I guess, because it was the big crescendo in the song. Uh, Neither of them have that powerful of a voice for this kind of song either, in my opinion. They're fine at singing, but like. I agree. That section right there really needed somebody. Like a Celine Dion or something. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. And uh, the male voice needs to be that one fucking guy. Like Brian McKnight? No. I think he's uh, an African-American gentleman. Well, that's who Brian McKnight is. (laughs) He is an African-American. Wait, is that the guy from fucking like New Kids on the Block or something? No, he did like, one, you like a dream come true, two, two. I don't know who this guy still is. I just know the song. No, it's a guy that I think he did backups for Mariah Carey on that. Luther Vandross did a song with him. Are you thinking of he did backup vocals for David Bowie? No. Isn't there some like... 
Oh, Mariah Carey performance where some like I, I'll be there with. Uh, I said he had a voice like an angel. Yeah, it's Trey. Oh my god. Yeah. Thinking about the, like, now we're getting somewhere. Why can't I get his? I thought you were when you said Luther Vandross. I was thinking and back up Luther Vandross. <laughs> Oh, I guess for some reason my brain went to <laughs> Luther Vandross, and I thought that that's who you meant. Um, I don't even care anymore. Uh, cool. But yeah, I agree that I think that it's it sounds like a song that's written for people with bigger mm-hmm. voice and bigger and better voices. Uh, moving along to the next song, I could so each of these singles have their own Wikipedia page. I could give information Christ. that's like over the top i don't want to do that i'm don't not need it. i'm not here to just spew information i'm here to just explain like how i feel and stuff um let's move to the yeah title track come on over this come one's surprising on over, to me because this one has like more of an almost like an islandy vibe okay and i that's i don't think that's something that you would necessarily expect well can you please play the beginning of it again and i can do something In the summertime, ah. they even have the. Ooh, I think they stole it from that song. It might definitely be influenced. I never heard that before. I swear to God, the is at the beginning. But yeah, but it doesn't like when that happens and they add that like accordion <laughs> in there. It goes a little away from the island feel. The island feel. Music like that, like Jimmy Buffett and all that stuff that has that like that like beach feel that I think that this is trying to you know uh, invoke sure I think that it's just not really doing it and I think it's an odd I, I guess she really liked this song which is why she decided to use this as the album title but I think it's an a really super weak title track song for a song that or an album that had so much success and so many big songs for this to be the title track is I think a disappointment not that I would expect like a ton I just I think there are a lot of songs that are stronger so yeah I agree stronger song um this you said it's like not pulling off that vibe that it's kind of going for to me, I, I hear what you're saying. It feels kind of like, like lame island vibe, like Pat Boone mm-hmm. island vibe. For sure. This uh, was also the. It tenth. also somehow feels like an Italian pizzeria during this part. It sounds cheap. It's the, cheesy, it's, like an Italian yeah. pizzeria. It's the tenth out of the twelve singles. Listen to that pizza maker play. Pasta. Uh, I just think of the fucking guy from Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, so I will say... This is the bottom of the barrel single, by the way. This should not be a fucking single. I completely agree. I had a pushback against her because my mom hated Shania Twain so much. And I heard every time Shania Twain would come on the radio or something like that, my mom would just have some nasty remark to say. And... Now what... What did you get from your mom? Being nasty <laughs> and critical and judgmental. Um, I don't like it. I'm not proud of it. But it made me feel like I shouldn't like her. Like it was bad and wrong to like her. Yeah. So I pushed back for years against Shania really? Twain just being like, I don't like her because she doesn't have a good voice. 
Because that's what that was my mom's argument a lot of the time that she wasn't a good she's singer. She's not the best voices, but she's fine. She gets it done. Um, there was never any. You said it like pushed you back on her. There was never any notion in those moments with your mom where you're like, "I want to push back against you." And so, like, no, mom, I love Shania Twain. Like, did you never, or did you always kind of like want to try and fall in line to make her like? I like you. usually wanted to, and then she talked shit about Mariah Carey when I was getting into Mariah Carey, and I pushed back on that. I pushed back on Tony Braxton, and I made my mom cry. Over Tony Braxton? Because of a very revealing dress she was wearing, and I was watching some pre-Grammy show thing, and my mom came in and just started trashing her, and I said, I, because I think that, I think Tony Braxton is like not, I think she's a pretty conservative person. And I know that my mom has not always been the most conservative person, even though that's how she pretends to be and how she votes and stuff like that. So I think I said something along the lines of, I'm sure that she's uh, had fewer sexual partners than you have outside of marriage. (laughs) And my mom, I'm so happy you said that. (laughs) And my mom went in her bedroom and cried and said that I called her a whore. (laughs) Well, if the shoe fits, the shoe fits yeah. <laughs> I don't feel bad about any of this. Fuck you, bitch. And fuck you, Snapchat. For It keeps trying to suggest my mom as someone who I might know and should be friends with. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, Jesus. Uh, when? This was also a single. I think I would personally consider it to be a very weak single. Here's her pre-talk. A lot of uh, intros with uh, maybe just a word or two. Yep. It's kind of that old, like, 50s vibe. like 50s? Maybe. There, she's Could getting more like 70s? No, I'm thinking of, like, ah, maybe, you know that, like, girl, when I see you, I think I'm in love. Ridiculous. I think the writing in this song is kind of terrible. I think the lyrics are bad. And I did read that her oh, yeah. style with him was that sometimes they would write separately and then bring their ideas together. Yeesh. She's just trying... This is an example of her trying to be playful. I think so. But I guess that people weren't happy that after her first two albums she didn't tour so people were like she's not talented she can't do this she's just a studio person pretty much the same thing that they did with Mariah Carey which I've mentioned on here before Yeah. Uh, but then after this she toured for a long like a year and a half or two okay so I was gonna guess earlier when you told me how many singles there were and how long it went I was gonna ask did she have about a two or three year long tour because uh, if like that's a, the case, one and that's a half why they keep years. having singles. We need to keep selling tickets. These singles are your commercials for your fucking tour. Well, and then people saw it, and then they were impressed with how much energy she had and stuff. Yeah, she like stage. she like doing big shows mm-hmm. like, where you have like Huge. dancing mm-hmm. and spectacles and shit. I don't know if she danced in country so much, didn't really do that. Countries traditionally sometimes they all did, but yeah, stand there she, with their instruments and just. Doing their thing. Garth Singing. Brooks would have kind of big shows sometimes. Well, and... he's allowed to. He's a man. Remember, remember, Chris Gaines is a man. And remember, expect five more albums. 
from Christopher Gaines. I told you that yesterday, and you sound like shit when you keep belching in between I each don't care. fucking word. I do not care. I'm going to throw down in fisticuffs right now, but these people won't be able to see it because we are not taking video. No, they would just hear me win. <laughs> They would just hear like a smacking sound on the ground, and then me picking the microphone back up and be like, "Well, she came at me, folks. I had to, I had to knock her out." <laughs> Even after all this woman beating stuff, everyone's still gonna prefer you over me. <laughs> who listens to this? So, <sighs> don't worry, nothing's hurting your image whatsoever. Oh, I wasn't worried about it. <laughs> Everyone's just going to be like, yeah, she probably deserved it. Have you heard her mouth? <laughs> I'd have hit her years ago. Uh, well, so this was a single, right? Yeah. What number? Which number? Number five. This came out really? after From This Moment On. I can see it. This makes sense as a single to me because it's like kitschy. I think it's droney. And it's like, it's droney, but it's like. It's in between an upbeat song and a ballad. And it's almost female empowering, so like women are at the time who love her are like extra like, yeah, when are we gonna get together when money grows on trees, motherfucker? It's just, it just seems like a strength. It's filled with strength. Well we are relationship go- strength. Well, since you say strength, I'm going in the opposite direction. We are going to listen to the first song on this album. That was not released as a single. We are on track eight, and we are on the first test. The fuck is the even point? Let's just skip this song. Non-single, <laughs> but we're going to take a break after this. So uh, this is another weak point. I think that there is a chunk of this album. I think there are a couple chunks of this album that are weak points, and yeah, I think too. we're in one right now. Um, whatever you do, don't. All right, now. So I assume you didn't recognize the last song either and had never heard it before. Nope. nope. Did you think I was going to know more at this point? I feel like the back of the album has more songs that I recognize than the front of the album. I assume that you probably recognize no more than five songs, if five songs. So I didn't expect you to know a ton, but I expected you to know more than maybe a regular country album was my idea. Oh, it's. This might be the most known country album I know. <laughs> for sure. Um, interesting about this song. So far for me, it's the most interesting bass line of any song on this album. Just at the beginning. It's got like a, like a diminished sound. And you get the fiddles in there oh, to remind you that it's fiddles. a country song. But again, I think the song structure of this chorus is so country. bad songwriting i guess that she really wanted to focus on her songwriting which is part of why she didn't want to tour that she wanted to she wanted to get better can't blame her for that i can't blame her but i think that even though there's like a kitschiness to her i still i'm not on board for this personally yeah i don't think this kind of kitschiness has ever been your style like this is like a kitschiness that Someone who buys like the live, laugh, love kind of stuff. Yes. But, like that's this is their kind of kitschy. Your kind of kitschy is like I'll fist your ass. That's your kind of kitschy. 
It's my favorite way to be silly and goofy. Tell somebody you're going to fist their ass. It's usually fist fucking people, whether they want it or not. I think that's rape. <laughs> Never mind. I take it yes, back. Yes, Michelle. That's rape. Uh, the courts have told you this many when times. When the jokes have gone too far. Volume 7 billion on episode 200 and something. Uh, mm-hmm. like right, those parts. This is like... Not right now, but before that was like the most musically interesting thing to me. At this point on the album, but I cannot argue that the hit hits that I recognized are just stronger songs. They're stronger songs, and I know why they were hits. They were like, it just seems like such a waste to put some of these songs out as singles to me. But I guess if it worked, it worked. But. I still don't think that people were hearing like the last song and being like, I have to buy the album. I haven't enjoyed any of these other singles, but I really like that one. It just doesn't, I don't right. know. 12 does seem like a lot. I think it has the most singles of any album. And maybe if you found some, maybe if there's an interview or if you talk to Shania Twain, maybe she'd be like, yeah, the record company put out way too many singles. I don't remember that. I did watch her documentary, which was very interesting and kind of sad, but uplifting at the same time. Why was it sad? Because you found out that she con- she uh, she contracted Lyme disease mm. and then couldn't move. She couldn't sing. I think Shit. I briefly told you about this. And Lionel Richie reached out to her and she was like, I can't sing anymore. And he was like, I'm going. He retaught her how to sing huh. and brought her back. And then mm. they did a duet together. And she's like, she's on tour right now. Still, Good job, Lionel. He believed in her, which I think is odd because he writes for a lot of country music people, but a lot of time, but you don't think about that when you think of Lionel Richie. So the fact that he was the one to reach out to her and help bring her back because she was so big and huge in the uh, genre that it, like, it was important back. to him. He's like, you need to come back so I can write songs to make money. <laughs> Even if that's the case, he brought her back, <laughs> and I think that that's uh, I'm like not a terrible thing. Like a uh, mastermind, like an evil man. Yep. Do you know what I think of immediately when I think of Lionel Richie every time? The bust? Yes, that weird clay bust that the blind lady makes in that music video. It's fucking weird. It looks like a lion man. Looks like Ron Perlman. Uh, or Lou Perlman. Lou Which Perlman. Well, the, neither one were lookers or are lookers. Ron Perlman's the actor. Correct. That's what I meant to say. Lou Perlman tried to fuck Lance Bass in Lou the mouth. Lou Perlman did fuck Lance Bass in the mouth. And oh. Lance Bass fucked him in the butt. <laughs> we'll be back. This is the what made you say that from the Shania Twain's very first album. She has a wolf with her on the cover. Because uh, she's a Canadian girl. Wow. So this was before she made it <laughs> oh, very she's big. Canadian? Yeah. I didn't know this bitch was Canadian. Absolutely. But uh, we'll be back. Have you heard this song? Fuck no. <laughs> I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> Break time, break time, break time. And what happens on break time here at the Couple of Critics podcast is... We make something. Fuck yeah. We're kind of... We've come... It's a general game. We're doing a letter game. You said weave. Why did you say weave? Are we wearing wigs? Yeah. Are we getting our hair did? We're getting our hair did. Yay. I would love to get a weave. 
with well, like. Do you want extensions? Yeah, I want extensions on my long hair already. It would make. I a, need extensions on the side hair that's short to make it long with the rest of it. You you definitely need a weave so it doesn't look like your hair is uh, annoying me when I clean things. Huh? Oh, because now it's falling. Does my out. hair annoy you? Oh God, yeah. Is it everywhere? I cleaned the bathroom. Is it worse than the dog? And it hair? was everywhere. It was annoying. <laughs> it's oh. it's pretty equal. God damn it, this is a game. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, I'm just <laughs> complaining about right. your hair. So this is a letter game. Today we're going to do general... The dog just sniffed my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're doing general bands. Now the letter game is, you just follow the alphabet and we're going to have to come up with a band name that starts with that. Now this Take could go on for a while, mm-hmm. or this could get short, especially in the Z's. Yeah. I don't fucking know, but we're going to so, flip a coin. You can choose... Hi. Oh boy! I want tails, baby. Want give me tails? that. Give me that ass. Surprise, tails. Do you want to go first or not? <laughs> I'll go first. You want to go first? I All right. N- no fear racing. You ready? <laughs> Do it. I'm a Kyle Petty. No fear racing. <laughs> All right. You ready? We're gonna choose a random letter. Now, should there be a time limit? Like no, but I think we should just be respectful of time. I think if you if it takes too long, I think it's gonna be like hey, then we'll feel it. You're out. Yeah, okay, we'll feel it. All right, choose random letter. Are you ready? Yes. Here it goes. We're doing general <laughs> band name. Your letter is Q. Queen. Fuck. A B C D E F G H I J Q R. Is that what I want? Rush. S. I have. Uh, silver chair. Tenacious D. You too. Violent Femmes. Ooh, good. VW Weezer. X Sam. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, XTC. Oh, you're, oh my god. <laughs> wow. That's like the only one. <laughs> All right. So. Santa do. <laughs> Uh, exhibit if we were doing hip hop. True. Uh, so wait. Why? Um, yes. So we're on Z. So you've got Z no ah! more. <laughs> you got X and Z. I never even thought to try and think of a Z band name before we got here. Okay, Z. Hmm. Oh yeah, you did. You came up with one last night. I did. Uh huh. Fuck. <laughs> if only I had a memory. Z. Z. God damn it! You're running out of time. Oh, zap! Yes! yes! You got it! All right, I'll go with Abba. Abba. Who Black was Sabbath. Um, Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> Dio. Ever? Uh, it's, it's a, a band. band. Okay. Right. It's a guy and a band, right? Okay. Like an yeah, Alice yeah, Cooper yeah, sort yeah. of situation? Yeah, yeah. Everclear. Fog hat. <laughs> Uh, Guns and Roses. H. H. Helmet. I. Sturth. <laughs> How long is this game gonna go? I don't know. I well, if we're not getting bit through X <laughs> again, so J J. I thought one. I thought of one. J. It's very 80s. Fucking J. Who starts... The band name starts with J. Uh, 
JFA, Jody's Fo- Jody Foster's Army, punk band from the 80s. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice pull. Okay. Uh, the Killers. Because I, I don't think the. That is not We're good. omitting we're the omitting. word the. Yep, absolutely. Okay. L, no. Lit. <laughs> M. Matchbox 20. N. Nirvana. Ooh. O. Offspring. Primus. I need to have the alphabet in front of me, even though I think S is next. Q. Oh, Q is next? Yeah, I just did P. Oh, Queensryche. Fuck! <laughs> I did Queen last time. Queensryche? <laughs> I was not expected. R. Uh, rancid. S again? Oh, yeah, this is, we are two people, and the alphabet isn't even number, so it's Q. You're, you're going to get fucked. I am. Um, <laughs> all right, S. Um... Uh, what's that one? Uh, s- saliva? Yeah. Yeah. Tool. How do we... Okay, oh. so if it's... It has to be the first letter of the band name. Like when you did Violet Femmes, that was for... V. Uh, okay, you did the... So, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. And what am I on again? You? You. You's a little hard. Oh, uh, I've got one. Oh man, I am. I can't. I am completely blank on you. Um, <laughs> Unity. I <laughs> man, I'm struggling. I thought you did really well with you too. Well, not that's nothing. I know, but I didn't think of that. I've got one band in my head. I don't know if I know any bands by you. Um, I think I might have to tap out. Ten more seconds. Think about it for ten more seconds. Umbrella Academy is a TV show on Netflix that I've never <laughs> seen. Um, th- the uteruses? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that's it. I can't believe it happened. Humphreys McGee. <laughs> I bet if Zach is listening to this he like three months down the line, <laughs> yeah, I'm free. I'm, yeah, I fucked up on you. Damn. Well, that was fun. I think it, it get more fun if we get even more like detailed. You know, f- like male singer or grunge band. I am really. I have got to look up bands by that by the name of you and see what I'm missing right here. I'm free. You're a gonna, church. Fuck that's that. a person. I can't do that. Usher's a person. That came to mind. I can't use him. I have no idea. Yeah, it's a hard one. But that was a fun game, wasn't it? Was it was fun. Yeah. Yay, another game. <laughs> another game. More things so you don't have to be, I uh, guess, that melodied constantly. Constantly. Or Even though it is fun. It but is fun. Mix it up. Now since, we've got uh, three games. We'll keep it moving, bro. Boom. And hey, if you can think of a... <clears throat> if you... Th- as the listener can think of a music game that might work. I'll tell you right now, things that involve us having to like do trivia or make like a playlist doesn't work out because then one person has the advantage and it's basically just the other person playing the game. But if you can think of one where two people can play it that are by themselves, let us know. Break's over, right? Bye. Bye.
know this song? I know this one. I've heard this song. So I didn't realize that The Woman and Me, which was the album before this one, had eight singles released. Holy shit. I think they just liked what they had. Shania's a big hit, man. I guess so. And she's pretty. Definitely know this song. Who's singing with her? I thought it might be her husband, but I looked it up and I couldn't see who the backing vocals were on this song. But I know that he did record some backing vocals with her. George Strait. <laughs> he couldn't sing low like that. I don't know what George Strait did. Really? George Strait drove lawnmowers to the liquor store and got in trouble. No, that wasn't George Strait. That was George Jones. George Jones? Is it George Jones, the guy who gave people Kool-Aid? No, that was uh, Jim Jones. <laughs> <laughs> That's George Strait. Jim Jones? Isn't that guy that made the Muppets? No, that was Jim Henson. Oh. He's Jim nuts. Henson? Isn't that the guy? Yeah, I care. I don't have one. <laughs> who made Garfield. No, that was Jim Davis. Ah. That's where I thought you were going to go. I could keep going, baby. Uh. Oh, was that an Alex Davis uh, <laughs> baseball player? No, that was Alex Davis who we went to school with. Oh, you ruined it. Let's move on. I ruined it. You couldn't even keep going. So I, I ran know, into the ground. it was worth stopping. Just like this whole thing. Let's get back <laughs> into this podcast episode. First the video goes, then the podcast goes. We were talking about separating earlier, so someone's got to go, and I guess it's got to be me. It's gonna be me. Wasn't this is talked about on the last episode too? We should stop joking about this. Oh, are you leaving the cats? <laughs> I would never leave the cats. Then we can't break up. I would leave the first one because you guys are closer anyway at this point, and the dog. You get Oliver and Clem. No, I get Kit Kat. <laughs> You're out of your goddamn <laughs> mind if you think that you get Kit Kat. Kit Kat came into this family because of my former co-worker. That cat is mine. Doesn't matter. That cat lays on me. That, that cat would choose me. <laughs> Don't you forget that. I deliver treats to that cat while he lays on the couch and refuses to get up when I call the cats for treats. Kit Kat, buddy! <laughs> Sure. Uh, yeah, let's get back into oh, hello, Kit Kat. Yes. What I consider to be, uh, I think we're still in the in an album slump, uh, and I think that this has is the worst title of any of the songs on this album. If you want to touch her, ask exclamation point. This song fucking sucks ass. How do you make this one not country? Uh, you're so, ripping your rap. It's just so like. Even her, the, her singing style is more country than usual. I, I normally think she has a very. I guess some, the way that she says things sometimes has a twang to it. But if you hear her talk, she doesn't sound country. I mean, I think every song she's singing on, she's got like a. Hey, I guess I would expect that to come from more of a southern like, that was born in the south and she is from Ontario I believe or like that's the south of Canada I don't think that's true at all I don't mean direction wise I just mean it's like rough and tough you wear fucking boots you fight wolves why is the south always the like 
rougher part of like the city why is the northern part of the city always like the richer nicer part isn't it and then know. and then like, i live in this fucking the town. south is like the rougher area i in don't a lot know of that to be the case it's because you don't uh care about anything outside of your horror movie uh metal bubble that you I put just, yourself in i just don't see how that can be the case I think everywhere. the south side. I think it. I didn't say it's everywhere. It's that it seems to often be the case. I always just thought it was the other side of the tracks. And whether that other side of the tracks is northeast, south, or west, no one knows. It's just the other side of the tracks. I want to put you in an oven right now. It's not very nice. Well, you'd at least be warm for a bit before I'm, you got really uncomfortable and right couldn't now. breathe anymore. I, I don't need to be warmer than I am. No, but I want to make you feel like the blanket of hell <laughs> is wrapped around you. Isn't this song so just bland and bleh? I'm not into it at all. Well, it also does sound like she's saying, if you want to touch her, just ask. It sounds like she's saying ass. can't remember it. This was also not a single, by the way. Um... Uh, there's sections of this song that I'm like, oh yeah, this sounds like a this Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's I hate it so much, and uh, I don't like Taylor touch Swift. So. Right? Doesn't it sound like? Yeah, usually. Touch her ass. Yeah, Shania, that's the whole point of the song. I want to touch that ass. Now tell me how I can. As a man, I'm pretty sure I can just reach out and touch it. Uh, you mean just grab women by the whatever you want to because you're a man and that's just how it is? Not a lot of people know, but it's basically like a little handle down there. You can just grab them by the pussy. Just put them where you want. On a bowling ball shelf. In front of a Empire State Building for a picture. Whatever you want. We've been having some good conversations on this Sunday <laughs> night, you know, the Lord's Day. I'm, I think I'm doing great. Pardon me. I also wish there was more to discuss for Shania Twain on my end. I think that we are in a slump. I think when we get to songs that maybe have more pop culture references and things, or just more of a presence, uh, I think... I just think that there are a lot of skippable songs on this, even though I, there are songs on here that I like very much as well. I don't. This isn't all novelty to me, but it's because I was listening to music like this at the time. Yeah. Um, I was gonna explain to you. This song can fuck off. The, the fun way I listened to this album. One time. One time. One, one time. time. They call a little thing called. 1.5 speed, baby. You can do that on this? You can look it up on YouTube. <clears throat> oh. And find it there and go on a mix. So you weren't listening to it normally, the way that it's supposed to be heard. You would be upset with me if I did that. I do want to say that. I listened to it three times normal. And then I was like, I'm going to do it again. And I fucking went one and a half. So yeah, I got three fucking miserable regular times in. And then 1.5, which makes... Every song better. The guitar player, when he goes into leads at 1.5 speed, he's like, nah, 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 nah. He's fucking shredding, dude. 
All right, this next song was the third single. It was also a big single. I I feel like it's a song that you've heard before. It's a ballad. Sorry, you're still the one. I don't remember. It's got to get into it. There's that talking bullshit. <laughs> now, if you got this on 1.5 speed, this could go a little back. And the first time you touched me, <laughs> I felt Just get to it already. This is the, uh, yeah, of course I've heard this song. Um, I want to know how stuff like this leaks over into your life. School dances. Okay. But uh, you would remember it from some Radio, going with your mom to like a clothes store. Stuff's kind of playing. And you're hiding in the middle of the clothes racks that are circular. And then ladies open it up and you're like, ah! And then your mom says, stop doing that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have to entertain yourself, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish that I could uh, go through this song a little faster. This song bled into probably like shows or a movie somewhere too. This was very everywhere, I feel like. And I also feel like I've heard a different version. I feel like there's stuff missing. Like maybe strings that are on a popular version or it feels like bigger. Okay, I think I think you might be down correct. every time I've heard it. I think you might be correct. So this feels like maybe it's the country uh, radio version. And I maybe heard the... Uh, well, it is the original, so it is yeah. all Where they the, left the country stuff in, right? Yeah. Even though I, I still think it's was... funny that someone went in and tweaked out some of the country stuff to make it more well, accessible to a pump audience, and it's still pretty country. It's, yeah, and it's common practice now to do that. Like, with a lot of these artists, they have just, like, stripped-down version that's played on major radio, or they have, like, the dance-dub version that's played in, like, dance clubs, or, like, I know Taylor Swift had, like, countryer versions mm-hmm. of her songs. I wonder if she's like one of the first to do that. Or if that had been going on for years and I didn't. I think so. I don't remember anyone else doing that genre wise and releasing multiple different versions for different parts of the world or in basically different genres. I mean, business wise, it's a fucking genius idea. It is, and it made her fucking rich. (laughs) Yeah. And Mutt. And Mutt, so he could fuck her best friend. Nice to meet you. Name is Mutt. And I don't mean this in any disrespectful way, but I do because she fucked over her friend. But so often people cheat down. It's because the one that's down has actual, like, feelings and concerns. Oh, you think Shania's maybe cold? Or, like, became like head of the household and kind of look I'm gonna blame this on the woman she stopped listening to the man and stopped listening to his wow. dreams and his feelings and uh and she then this seen it savior of a best friend to Shania came along and saved that man's life so if you listen to the teachings of the late not great Pat Roberts Robertson he would Paul say Robinson. I've not been able to talk tonight I've been unusually tired this weekend hopefully I have cancer anyway I know you don't like when I say things like that I was, getting ready, I'm just I was getting ready to double down and go fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, God damn it. I fucking go in different areas and I forget where I'm, what I'm saying about being tired. What was I saying? And I said it and you made Pat fun Robinson. of me. He said, <laughs> he said it's basically the woman's responsibility to create a place where the man doesn't want to wander. So it's her fault Preach if it, he brother. does. Preach it, brother. God, what a piece of shit. I'm glad keep he's that, dead and keep gone. Keep that dinner on the table and that pussy on the bed. <laughs> For a man and a man only. Get to work, women. Next song was also Put a... God back in your life. <laughs> ...country single. Uh, I am genuinely a fan of this song. Honey, I'm home. Oh, is this... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? I I don't know. I don't know that I think about it that way. Oh, you're going to think about it that way when it happens. I assume so. But I think about a different part of the song. Mark it down for Sam has heard this song. You had already heard this? Yes. How? Um, Is there a chance that this might have been the song that I might have heard it because of you? I don't know if that's possible. There's a song on here that you... As soon as I heard it, I was like, I feel like Michelle sang this randomly one time. And then I was like, what the fuck oh, is I that? Oh, I did sing this randomly. And then you played it During the week. It. I don't remember playing it. No, before this. I don't know if it's this song either. Yeah, I've heard this part. This. That's what I was doing a minute ago. Yeah. Yeah. Honey, I'm home and I had a hard day. But I swear, like, you and Jimmy sang this together or something happened where this was forced upon me. Forced upon me. <laughs> you are such an asshole. It can't just so be some, something happened around some you. In situation, my ears were held down and raped. <laughs> it couldn't just be that the world exists outside of your bubble. And uh, how I dare was, us. We're... So I love a headphone. We're just like holding you down and infecting you. It's funny. I was listening to songs from Snoop Dogg's first album the other day, and you couldn't even handle that. You had a fucking earbud and listening to other stuff. Let me explain. Cannibal Corpse. You were listening to Cannibal Corpse, I think, instead of Snoop Dogg, which yes. was like Lottie Dottie and what's my motherfucking name? Snoop Dogg. Like classic Snoop. And you're like, no, nope. I may not be that big of a fan of Snoop Dogg. But at the time, it wasn't for my distaste of what was playing. It was just like, really all I want to hear right now is Cannibal Corpse. So it was like, and then he hit me with some talking heads. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, here we go. <laughs> but like, yeah, it just wasn't vibing for me, man. So I took care of the situation and I had a good old time. How rude. We were going to dinner together. rude. What would be rude is me going, hey, can we listen to something else? Just take care of myself. And you I just still can hear you. Yourself. Still present. It's weird. <laughs> it's just weird. My tummy's hurting again, Michelle. Good, I'm going to sneeze. We're falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely falling apart. Do you like that yelling part? That unusual, like, almost screaming part there? Uh, I will say that this is like... It's. I don't like it, but if I was like drinking, it, it, I wouldn't sing along with it. But like, I'd laugh. I've thought of this every time that Clem has chewed on her bone this week. 
Get off the phone, give the dog a bone. Oh. Because it's. Thanks for explaining. Man, you really don't listen. I just forgot. I don't believe that. I don't I'm know gonna the let... fucking lyrics to songs I've been listening to for 20 fucking years. You're such a mad person. Um, Honey, I'm Home was I'm the mad. sixth single followed by the next song, which was the seventh single. This is a song that uh, most everyone knows. This definitely bled over into pop radio. This is That Don't Impress Me Much, and I know you know this song. Never. I will say this. I would not recognize it from the beginning. Even now still? Yeah. No, it was didn't really hit until it was like that. Don't impress me. Was it that or was it that? Oh, you think you're special part? Maybe I got right hear here. It would kicked in uh, here. I probably would have recognized that it not was a song I've heard, but I wouldn't have. Okay, so you're a rocket scientist. That don't impress me. People find this song offensive now. I was gonna say, bitch, it should find you impressive. He's a fucking scientist. The whole point is that you can't. You have to also. I'm sorry for calling her a bitch. She doesn't care. <laughs> she doesn't care about you. I know. <laughs> you don't impress her that much. I wouldn't. I don't impress many people that much. And the ones that I do, they find out eventually that I shouldn't. <laughs> the luster definitely lessens as time goes on, but I think that that happens with everyone. When you're like pie-eyed and you're like, this person is just like the coolest. And I, I don't think that I don't still think that, but there's just like an excitement over time that dies, you know? You know how that goes? Fucking tell me about I've it. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I feel like I've been pretty much pushing you to say it. How does Brad Pitt feel about this He's never said it, but I know that she's recently performed it a handful of times with saying Ryan Reynolds because he's also Canadian. Oh, it's a Canadian thing? No, I mean, she's Canadian. He's Canadian. Brad Pitt's not Canadian. Ryan Reynolds? No, it's just because he's more, more current. How about Sam Elliott? This song is old as hell. How about... Yeah! Robert Redford. <laughs> How about Pete Davidson? How about Jack Nicholson allegedly beating prostitutes until they uh, were brain dead? <laughs> it went that far? That's what I read, but then I tried to look it up and I just didn't read as much into it because being uh, awake hasn't been my forte this weekend. <laughs> I'm I told you today, I found out that old Pete Townsend story is not what I thought it was. I thought it was what it was because of you, so you made me think that he was a monster. I was told when I was younger that he had, like, pictures of... Pornographies on his... Pornography, child abuse, but he didn't. He just accessed some website to prove that some banks were linked to it and that you could get to it. But it's like, come on, Pete. What the fuck were you doing? So what do you think about this song since it exists in the world with you? It's there. I kind of feel the same way, I will say. Like, I think that the song's just fine. Like, it's not, like, great. I think something like Man, I Feel Like a Woman has more pizzazz. Oh, I think so, too. Oh, and uh, it's like, uh, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. I've never thought about the alliteration of the song title begins with man. Yeah. It ends with woman. I didn't notice that until today. I was looking at the song titles, but that little play with words shows her little kitschiness that she likes too. But I mean, I do like using this as a reference. 
I will throughout life be like, that don't impress me much. And I always say, impress me much like I'm Italian. Well, stereotypical Italian. I wish I could omit most of the rest of this album, but I can't. I have to play it. You can't. It's our podcast. No, we have to have, we have to know what's going on, but I am just going to probably let this play for the rest of it. There are four more songs. Um, Uh. Yeah. And this first song I wish didn't exist at all. Uh, It's called Black Eyes, Blue Tears. I fucking hate this song. It, It makes me like uncomfortable every time I've heard it. And what's it called again? Black Eyes? Black Eyes, Blue Tears. Yeah, when you listen to it at 1.5 speed, it sounds like she's complaining about black gentlemen. Then <sighs> she talks about not needing bruises and needing to move on and stuff. I don't need black guys. Mm, well, I think that's uh, that's you. That's not me. I think that's dead on with Canadian Shania Twain. I saw that jean jacket she was wearing on her first album cover. I you trying to make her a monstrous. Because she's had... She's written it too easy for far too long. People love her. She is a gay exactly. icon. Exactly. How is she a gay icon? Gays love her. Why? Because she dresses in like ridiculous things when she performs and stuff, and she her style is just kind of like gaudy and uh, almost like drag esque. Do gays love Sam Shepard? I don't know what you're saying to me. You're not talking about Matthew Shepard, the kid who was killed for being gay in the late 90s, right? No, maybe I'm getting the guy's name wrong. He was on SNL, and he wore a big, giant coat. He's a musical performer. I don't know what you're saying to me. Sam Smith? Sure, yeah. Was he the one who had all that devil controversy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sam Smith. He sucks. Is he a gay icon? (laughs) (laughs) He does suck. (laughs) I don't care about any of that stuff, obviously, but... I'm just not into his music at all. And speaking about not being into music, this song is so throwaway to me. I sometimes I I, I mean all the power to her that she did whatever she wanted to do, but I think this song could have been short, a handful of songs. But I, she specifically, I also read she wanted to get out of the whole doing just like a 10 to 12 album or song album, which was the standard with, with it being like 35 to 45 minutes. She wanted to do something that was bigger and longer and uncut. Well, mistake, mistake, mistake. Uh, she wanted to be different and I think it, it worked for her, but I think for us, even though I like some of the songs... I'm. I would say, I'm out on at least fifty percent of the album for sure. Probably the first country song, maybe that pulls in a talk box, Peter Frampton style. Wow, wow. You know what I'm talking about? Of course I do. It's interesting. Bon Jovi tried to do that too. Yeah. Wow, wow. Wow, wow. Ah, boo. So, did you own this album? No, I've okay. never owned this. It was never worth it for me to own. Because, like I said, there was always a pushback in me that I shouldn't like this. But with the world still kind of holding on to it, I, I kind of it broke me a little bit over time. It took time, though. I didn't feel like I could like this stuff when it was out. Even though there were parts that I, I kind of thought weren't as bad 
but no, shut up. She loves talking. She's Taylor lame. Swift's a talker too. I think so. Yeah, I, the whole time I get major Taylor Swift uh, inspirations. You know what I mean? Like I can hear and see. I forgot I was supposed to keep this suit playing. Like Taylor probably loves Shania Twain. Is that like a known thing? Oh, I'm sure she does. Yeah. Uh, this is called "I Won't Leave You Lonely," and I wish you would. And I wonder if uh, our main man Travis loves Shania Twain. He likes her, yeah. Yeah. I just, it, she's kind of like. I'm gonna say it again. Just like Taylor Swift. I don't remember what I said on that episode, but I know my current opinion of her is it's just like, well, whatever. I just. She doesn't make me mad. She doesn't make me happy. I just don't, don't care. It's the same vibe I'm getting the whole time from Shania Twain, where I'm just like, gotten to this point where it's just like, doesn't offend me. Just whatever. I don't have to listen to it. Uh, it's it's not like so bad that like I go, why the fuck is this popular? Yeah, um, I understand why it's popular. It's just not for me. Like I can see, I can see a bunch of people that we went to school with moms that I could, like would know would fucking love this, and I know a, a handful of people we went to school with that are moms now that would also For fucking sure. love this. Like I'm seeing a certain person in my head, almost a Karen look. Oh, I see. You mean like, like the a redheaded Karen that we know? No, like. The, like a like, I'm a Karen I talk okay. to a manager you know like that hairstyle that like clothes style not saying that you're a bitch yeah you know, like, that you would like this just like, certain, like Kate Gosling just like a or Ka- Kate Gosling sure the one that had like eight fucking kids with that guy that was like whatever kids and counting I don't remember I don't know what her personality was like so I don't know I thought it was not about personality. It was about how she looked. No, it's about personality because I don't... Not a bitch. Not like a psycho. I don't know what this lady you're talking about acts like. It was the... I mean, she had like the blonde hair with that was kind of like shaved in the back, but then like big in the front and stuff like that. So like, yeah, that look. But not like... I'm not saying acts like a Karen. This is more like like island music that can fuck off. Around here. By the way. She's an when island you, girl. When you add the accordion, it sounds fucking Italian to me. Oh, is that I, an accordion? I hear... Fuck yeah, it's an accordion. That pizzeria sound going on? That's a fucking accordion. That Mexican restaurant sound? That's an accordion. Now she's speaking in what sounds like French for a second. Ah, home of pizza. France. Yes. I was going to say... Um, I would like to talk about her voice. Like we said earlier, I do enjoy the thank you. I do enjoy that she doesn't have like a super high, super like vocal fry voice. As soon as I said that, the very first thing she did was go. Ow. Uh. This song is rock of this country, and I assume this is your favorite song on the album. This is one of those ones where I was like, what are you trying to say? Like, <laughs> do you think you're playing like rock and roll and you're going to like hit the country? Or are you saying like, we're rocking up this country vibe, this I genre, think that's what we're it rocking means. it up? Yeah. Or is it both? 
Whatever. What were you saying both. about her voice? That other than you appreciate that it's I appreciate not like it's not like super girly. You know, I can't yeah. handle like super vocal fries, super high. I can't handle it. It's just not my preference. That was part of me choosing this because I didn't think that it was as girly sounding uh, vocally. I think the music itself, like the content, is girly, but. For, for a woman's the voice, voice bad. I feel like she's got like Jim Morrison range for a woman's voice. You know what I mean? Where like she doesn't go too far up, she doesn't go too far low. She just kind of rides down the middle, and the middle is much appreciated. <laughs> yeah, she, she, I think vocally she's kind of bland. Yeah. Sometimes I can hear her trying to add a little bit of that fuck me voice. I feel well first she's but trying not to sound a lot. She's, I, I wonder if this part inspired uh, Shakira to do a song called She Wolf. Because <laughs> it sounds similar to it. This and Warren Zevon together were the, uh, yeah. the inspirations for. Say name again? She Wolf. By Shakira. Okay, thank you. Shakira, Shakira. I was going to say Kesha, is what you said. <laughs> I would never That's say how that far name. Off I was. I'm not interested in what that person all has to offer. In any sort of musical sense. Yeah, I'm... Nah. There's not much to say about I don't... Yeah. Not... For, most things have been said, but yeah, this song is also just... I don't like the sentiment. I think it's kind of lame. It feels... Cheap lyrics. Like, it it's feels like real... Like pandering to, like, an audience. Pandering. And not even, like... Clever pandering. It feels like, like Pat Boone, like I said earlier, or like it's the most like, basic lyrics. Like when you go to Kings Island and you see, like, hits from the '70s at one of the musical things, and they're all like really like cheesed out, and you're like, how the fuck did you take this song and make it the lamest thing I've ever heard in my life? Yeah, and that's kind of the vibe I get on this song. Oh. I am uh, just not finishing these songs. Oh, it's, a, it's a little longer of an album than we're used to doing, and uh, it's about 10 p.m. on a Sunday night. And, and we want to get done. And we just kind of <laughs> also want to be done. Um, we have one more song, so cool, I think that's fine. Cool, cool. This is a ballad. This is You've Got Away. I will say... All right. Even though I don't think she has a good voice, I personally don't think that this is a bad song. Now, I'm sh- I am know that this is something you're out. You don't give a shit. Fuck this song, as far as you're concerned. But I just... It was also a single. I just don't think it's... It's obviously not going to... Shut up the song, please. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't think it's a bad song. I think there are a lot of songs on here that are just kind of meh. I don't. I think that a lot of the the songs could be omitted. I think that this is a pretty song, even if she doesn't necessarily have a pretty voice delivering it. I think someone else could deliver it, and it sounds way prettier. But I think like musically, it's very simple and pretty, and yeah. I think it's a nice song. Um, I can hear like what you're saying. Like, you could use a more powerful voice. But I think if you put a more powerful voice on this, you lose maybe the sentiment that it feels. It feels more genuine when she says stuff like this. Whereas, like, if Celine Dion would sing this song, it just sounds like a performance to me. 
This one, I think, helps where she's well, like... She's singing it with her husband, too. This is Mutt. I believe that he is sings backing vocals on some of these songs with her. Mutt the Sluts on this I, track? Yes, Mutt the Sluts, for sure. <laughs> Glad some joke came out of listening to the last song. Uh, you got this is one of those songs, though, that like, I would never fucking listen to. Listen to but I have a feeling if I had to learn how to play it on guitar... I'd be like, it's kind of hard to play. <laughs> you think so? It seems right now, just a no. different style, you but, mean? But when, yeah, it's, it's like one of those things where like, my hand is not used to doing this. Uh-huh. It's cramping. <laughs> it's used to going, not holding this strange chord for a fucking minute straight. <laughs> but yeah, I think things like that where he's got to go, He's playing some like chord that I probably don't know how to play. But I, I would just, I know he had, it was, it was a husband wife duo doing, making all these songs. So I do think that there, it's an interesting dynamic considering that we are a couple who do a podcast, who review music, and they are, they made multiple very big albums together. And then he wandered. It's a duet with my hot hand and your hot hand. <laughs> I was hoping you'd try and sing along. My throat is on fire right now. We'll sing about that. I'll let you sing for me. Um, she's she's also hitting. I think she's feathering her voice more on this than she has other songs as well, where she's adding more of that breathy tone to it where she's going towards a vocal fry she's not doing it but she's like heading towards that breathy female voice that I tend to not like and it didn't make me miserable it's just not my fucking it's not my fucking just wouldn't ever listen to it well we are finished listening to the album thank goodness everyone's happy um here you use this because you're better at some okay (laughs) I'm gonna rap to you a bit where can I go over some questions? <laughs> I tried to queue up to do some uh, meatbox thing and I just like lost my breath. Questions. questions. All right. <laughs> we were in the same you in danger, girl. boat. All right. So, oh my God, that hurt my throat. Why did I choose this? Um, well, it's something that I think that I honestly thought that vocally it would be easier for Sam, considering what it is. Bingo! It's an enormous album in the world of music, so why not? Check. It has songs on it that I enjoy. Bingo. and um i honestly didn't care if you'd like it or not correct um what do i think you thought when i gave it to you oh no what was your judgment prior to listening to it uh it was a little trepidation like this one could be a little bit more rough but again things have just kind of gotten easier over time um the hardest things lately is just remembering and finding the time to listen to these things. Um, 
But I will say this, and I didn't know it until you told me. When you told me how many tracks, that added another level of like, oof, <laughs> this mm-hmm. might be harder. So that was my brief. It's an hour runtime yeah. on this. Uh, do you know how many times you listened to it? Yeah. You said three and a half. Three? No, four total if you count uh, 1.5 speed. Mm, I thought you meant one. I, th- I don't know. I heard that wrong. Um, I maybe listened like six or seven times. God damn. But I didn't. I, I, I eventually on one listen skipped just a couple songs, I think. Nothing excessive. Um, but it's easier for me to just listen to something and think I need to listen to this and, you know, evaluate it. And it's easier to listen to the things that you give someone more time than it oh, is when absolutely. it's being given to you naturally. Uh, least favorite song, Sam, I'm not even going to guess. Do you have any sort of idea of what your least favorite um, song could even be? It's that first ballad. I don't know what the name of it, it would is. be. Um, I'm holding on to love to save my life. Sure. Let me see if this is correct. Oh no, that's no, not that. It would be from this moment on the ballad with the man. Yes. It's just an example of all things, not all things. I just, I don't know how you sit down and write music like this. I don't know how you sit down and record music like this. Like, in, um, like with integrity. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like. Like how you don't just laugh the whole time and just feel like fucking lame the whole time. But I don't have a voice to be able to do that stuff. So I don't know what it's like to connect. You're also a cold person. You don't really build relationships with people. Even people who are your friends. You don't really like talk to your friends much. You're just a very solo person and i'm not saying cold in like a mean way but you are just not very like open and warm to relationships with people so i think when you hear things that are expressive of feelings and uh they're a relationship it makes you uncomfortable maybe uncomfortable is the word what i think in my head is like like come on man up come on no, like, how did we sit around and seriously write this? Come on, what are we? You're doing this for the money, right? This is for the money, right? You don't sit around and enjoy that you're doing this, right? <laughs> I don't know. My least favorite song was "Black Eyes, Blue Tears." I'm bobbing my head back and forth on this one. I, I don't like the tone of her voice when she sings it. Black eyes. <laughs> I don't. I don't like this song. I think it sucks. I think you are trying. She's trying to push this. I'm fun, and I'm quirky or whatever. And then now I'm gonna write about someone with black eyes and bruises and tears and stuff and like tr- needing to leave someone. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. I don't need that from you, Shania. I need you to talk about being better than other people and being here for the party. I think it's rooted in that you need to buck, like not buck up, but. Girl, you can power. You you have enough power to get out of this situation. Get out of these black eyes and blue tears. I don't like it. Um, most favorite song, Sam. Is it uh, that? Is it "Man, I Feel Like a Woman"? Is it's it- the first fucking song. Even though you said it gave you chills when you heard it, it did. Let's go, girls. It was most because I thought for the next hour I was going to be listening to. <laughs> No, I, I I jokingly started playing this album, and he had a bad reaction. 
this song has the most rock and roll guitars in it. Is this the one that had the video with? Um, it was. It looks like what's his nuts video. Robert Palmer. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He like addicted to love or whatever the fuck that was. This is the one I've heard the most. This is the one that's been in my like forced upon me the most. Um, that's fair. Those little runs there. That it's memorable. Those you could just play that only, and it's gonna get people riled up. Like, oh, yeah. you could play those alone, and I think people are going to sing the next verse. There are memes about hearing the beginning of the song start and wanting to just kick open a door. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of them. Doing that. Let's go, girl. Yeah, yeah. A whole crowd. You could just go out there and play that, and the whole crowd. Oh, yeah. Whether you're, even if you're at a fucking dying fetus, and you play that. Three fourths of that crowd is going. Let's go, girl. Exactly. <laughs> and the other fourth is going. Come on, girl, because we don't know what the actual words were, but we know something goes there. <laughs> All right. My most favorite is a song that is absolutely ridiculous, and uh, it was gonna have a different title, but it didn't end up happening. It reminds me of my racist grandpa. Oh. It's love gets me every time. What do they call it? Daga daga boogadoo. Not gone and done it. Some, uh, it's getting ready to happen soon, but I don't know. I just think it's stupid and it's feel good and it means nothing. And I don't know. Is there a specific memory? I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous. I don't know why. You know what so, this song feels like to me? Dixie Chicks. I like the Dixie Got Chicks. Got a Dixie Chicks vibe. And the Dixie Chicks, well, the old the pop version of them, not from like the 60s or whatever when they were originally around. Um, the old bitches. Yeah. Um, they always had like a party vibe to me, and that's got a party feel. Some of these songs have a party Cheryl Crow feel. If you heard the song Sin Wagon, then you would understand. Sin Wagon? They have a song that's, called Sin Wagon, a, the Dixie Chicks. Is that a wagon meant for fucking? It's part of it. And doing drugs? She said, does say something about doing some mattress dancing. Mattress dancing? The horizontal mambo? Yeah. Fucking? <laughs> okay, so um, how old was I when I first started listening to this? The whole album? I don't know. I know that I've heard most of these albums, or most of the songs, so I feel like that you don't have... You, you've basically heard the album if you've never actually bought the album, if you're just aware of all the singles. So I've been listening to this since it came out, technically. Um, how did I originally feel about it? I've already talked about it. I felt uh, like I shouldn't because my mom hated it so much and she always talked shit about it every time she came on. Um, A little history with it. Yeah, so, uh, but then over time I was just like, but this is like fun and stupid. And it, and then I read like Shania Twain never meant for this stuff to be that serious. It was all just about having fun and whatever. And I think that... that Stop taking yourselves too seriously. For what it's, I mean... With that in mind, it's fine for what it is. Who the fuck cares? Um, would I recommend this today? I don't think I need to. I don't. I think that there are too many songs on this album that I don't like to think that this is something worth offering. But I do think some of the songs are like quirky and fun, and uh, so do uh, millions of other people in the world. So I mean, some of these songs are like. A part of pop culture? A part of pop culture, and like, if you're drunk or slightly buzzed, that it comes on. 
the entire fucking room is singing the words. It's mm-hmm. like that's how popular some of these songs were. There's a video of her coming back and how fun some of them and were. singing on at an award show, and it was like <clears throat> part of like her return. Did and people lose their minds. They did, and there's a video of Post Malone who doesn't even really like know all the words, but was like singing along and like <sighs> jamming in the audience to it because everyone was just they just know it. Everyone just fucking knows it, like, like you said. In the it's like it's, in the air. It's just <laughs> in in the zeitgeist as they feel it coming in the air um sam i know that you would never listen to this again of course so i would like you to at least rate this zero out of ten all over the rock and roll cats for my personal tastes Mm -hmm. 1.5 all over the rock and roll cats okay that's fair just for my taste now i also like to sometimes go technical on this Mm -hmm. for a technical just pop album it's a fucking like solid six out of ten. As oh, really? It's like a pop. I thought you'd say like four. Country album. No, the songs are obviously constructed mm-hmm. oddly well, like mm-hmm. mathematically well. Like someone knew how to write pop songs and get money off of them. I, to say I'm not going to tour, I'm just going to keep writing because I want to be a better songwriter and then making a song or making an album that's so successful. With a guy named Mutt Lang. Who literally knew the formula to make hit songs. Not to say that yeah. you can just know how to write a hit song, but when you know how to write what generally is a hit song, you have a better chance. And he wrote <laughs> so many songs for so many people. Exactly. I mean, those were just, I mean, he did with, like, with, like, with the Backstreet Boys and like so many different fucking people. That dog is always on something. Jason Wayne right now, I think. Jeez. Um, I would rate this. As an album, I'd give it like, I'd give it a six to, as well. But again, there are a lot of songs that I don't like, but I'm rating it not as much off of, I'm rating it partially off of my opinion of it and just agreeing that I think it should be as popular as it is because it does appeal to so many different kinds of people. And yeah. it doesn't have to be for me, for me to see that it can be good for other people. Um, describe this album in one word. I'm going to say long. Okay. Sam? But. Ow! <laughs> She-Wolf. I should play She-Wolf, but I won't. Well, as soon as you told me Mutt Lang had something to do with this, I was like, fuck. Makes sense. Fucking makes sense. Because he's but a hit I maker? I didn't know that he was all, like, married to her, though, and, like, all that shit. Mm-hmm. But I know the name Mutt Lang, and I know he was a hit maker, and I know that he often... Made some of the band's biggest hits, but often also made some of their worst music. Like if yeah. you're in, like into what I'm into, or like even fans like Def Leppard, people are like, I like Def Leppard until fucking Mutt Lang got a hold of him. So who knows? He did yeah. a lot of stuff in the '70s. Uh, that I didn't recognize. It wasn't until he got into the 80s that I started actually recognizing the people that he was working with. But he's been yeah. he's worked for a long time, and he's still alive, st- right? Yeah, because he's still with that chick. That uh, his, his, now are they friendly? No. You know? Oh, it's a fucking thing. No, but okay. they have a kid together, so they have to communicate for the kids sometimes. Okay. But she did. I guess friendship ended. Oh yeah, but she did recently uh, confirm to people who asked if Mutt and her, Mutt and the her ex best friend are still together, and they are. So that's how you know it was a full on couple switch, but not, uh, not in like a fun way. <laughs> <laughs> not like a 
put your keys in a bowl when you got there kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> not in a everyone's consenting sort of way, um, which is sad. Uh, imagine how devastating that is and how weird to be like, we're going to lean on each other because whatever. And then you end up fucking, I assume. I don't care. Mutt, uh, Sam, mutt, mutt, mutt the slut. I have a feeling I'm going to be hit with something heavy. <laughs> Sam, what is next? I oh, have a feeling I know what it is. I have a feeling oh, it's a band with a, a two oh, name. Oh, Michelle. Two word Michelle, name. They both Michelle. start with the same letter. So I often say to you off the mic and on the mic that I don't want to always choose death metal because it can kind of get boring. And then Sam looked at how long it's been since some death metal has been on, and he feels like he's allowed to do some death I've metal. I've also recently said that <laughs> I I don't feel that I I don't want you to feel that you can't give me death metal. I just want you to not only give me death yes, metal. Yes, and I also don't only want to do that. So, Michelle, go ahead and take your guess as to what the band is. Well, it's Cannibal Corpse. I know that because yes, you've been listening is. to them constantly. Lately. I have been listening to Cannibal Corpse constantly. Now the problem there, Michelle, is. Which Cannibal Corpse album do I choose? Just so ask Jim Carrey. I made myself a fun little game here. I've got four red squares of four of my favorite Cannibal Corpse albums. Now, over these four red squares, I have put letters. These letters just so happen to spell kill. Now, there are two L's in the word say, kill. What are we doing so here? So you're just going to have to First say or L1 second. or L2. Okay. All right. Michelle. But four Cannibal Corpse albums. Which one are we going to do? K-I-L-L. Which do you choose? Uh, that eye's looking pretty good to We're me. We're going with I. Okay. What is under I? Let's remove it. And we are listening to... Wow, Michelle, that's a classic, classic Cannibal Corpse album. I guess if we're going to go... <laughs> if we're going to do it, we, we, should, <laughs> we should get it, a classic. It might be the one you like... Well, dislike the least. Uh, I like the edit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're listening to Cannibal Corpse, The Bleeding. That's right, folks. The I, Bleeding. I haven't done that in years. <laughs> Period? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right. You so, can yeah. take the just Getting the right uh, birth control to make your system do what it needs to do, but not actually bleed. Interesting. Playing God. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I've been so blasphemous lately. Sorry, people who believe. That's your thing, not mine. Uh, thanks for listening. I guess yep. I'm supposed to pick a song because we're going to yep, go we're out. going out on this episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, next week is Cannibal Chorus. Michelle can't fucking wait. I'm sure you can't wait until we stop recording this right now so you won't ever have to listen to Shania Twain It's again mostly tonight. that I just want to eat a little snicky snack. Do a little something else. Go to the bedroom. Oh, heroin? Yep. Since you brought that All up that and threw that at me earlier. Jesus. We're chasing that dragon for the rest of the night. <laughs> no wonder. On, no catch wonder. Me. I don't like these conversations of fake uh It's not true. We don't do heroin. I've never tried heroin. I've, I've never been in a room with heroin. I've only seen heroin and I walked out of that room. Really? I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I don't it, think but... I've ever been around anyone who's had it on them, to my knowledge. But what do I know? People have secrets. Yeah. I was thinking about that today at a little Charlie's when we were eating. How many people are holding drugs in their pockets at that moment? Or cheating on their spouses. <laughs> how many of them are adulterous? Yep. Or how many people have murdered someone? Bum, bum, bum. All right. Have you we're heard done. this song before? Yeah, I have. 
What's it? What is it? Any man of mine. It's from her album before this that Mutt and her wrote on first. It's the first album they wrote on together. I've definitely heard this. Definitely heard this. It's also got a classic just country sound to it. So. Your time. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. We want to hold See your hands. Ya. Sam wants you to rub his psoriasis. He wants you to rub cream <laughs> on his psoriasis spots. Rub my cortisone 10 <laughs> onto my knees. <laughs> That's also what he calls his penis. The the cortisone 10. (laughs) The face one's uh, cleared up. Calmed way down. Looks like it. Yeah. All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye, everyone.